Doug and Marty vs. the World is paid for by Doug Bassler, Marty McClendon, and Prologue Digital Advertising Agency. Round one, go. And blasting out of the starting gate on Saturday morning, it's Doug Bassler with Doug and Marty versus the world. And Marty McClendon. Doug, have you, have you thought out yet? We had this massive freeze going across all of America here last week. What do you think? Are you better now? Yeah, I had to basically get up at 3 a.m. the other day and go get my daughter from work. She works at the SeaTac Airport and uh, she works for a major airline there. And uh, it was, you know, the hardest part, Marty, in freezing rain, walking to your car. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to fall down and hurt myself. And uh, once I got to my Ram pickup and four wheel drive, I was fine. They go, they go. But brother, you got to leave a lot of room to stop. You know what I mean? It's crazy. now okay, we three, now now we're yeah. we're we're all the way up to thirty five degrees. So yeah, things are better. nice. Okay, uh, three times last week, brother. Three times, I, I believe the angel of the Lord saved my life. Um, one of them was driving. It wasn't that big a deal. Like you said, there was a big sheet of ice in front of us. Cars were slowing down. I was slowing down. But then we were all started sliding at the same time, like eight cars. So I'm kind of moving my way over to the left. And the cars are like in front of me. So I'm trying to avoid them. And then a Tesla pulls out in front of me on the left lane and going, you better move. You better move. This big old truck ain't going to stop. And then they, they kind of moved out of the way. And I was good. I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. And then uh, to your point, um, most of the time you're going fine, but the running board, brother, I have no idea, but the running boards of the truck were ice, like solid ice. (laughs) Twice I I stepped on them and just about busted my head open. Yes. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Well, you know, it's not usual. Uh, yes. to have, you know, the freezing rain, it, the ice and stuff. It just, uh, you know, it's, um, it's a treat. Yes. <laughs> and it's a treat, <laughs> you know, I, thank you. I'll, I'll skip dessert. Thank you. Uh, it's a treat. I don't want, uh, Indeed, what did you think Indeed. about Iowa brother? Iowa was, was that like, um, that was amazing. The Iowa caucuses. Yeah. And, and you know, of course, you might have to explain to our, our audience that how they're different. They lead the way as far as the first test of any candidates for any primary. But the fact that Trump literally outdid all of the other three combined, Vivek, uh, Ron DeSantis and, and uh, Nikki Haley, he crushed it, brother. So in the midst of the minus uh, like minus 10 degrees to go out and, and do the caucuses, they showed up. Brother. Yeah, and that's the turnout was amazing. They, yeah, they, they get winner. <laughs> You know, it's like people in Spokane. It's like they can't understand, you know, when Seattle people can't, uh, you know, function. Yeah, function and, and we're in, like, in the snow. We're like, yeah, get your butt over here in the freezing rain and let's see how you do, buddy. You know, because I mean, snow's, you know, you and I know snow's different. Yeah. So attraction, you get, yep. you can turn, you can, you know, there's things you can do. Uh, ice, I'm sorry. There's nothing you can do. So, but Iowa, yeah, they, they, you know, they had two foot of snow and, you know, 14 below zero and, you know, reindeer and Santa Claus and all that. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, but the, the real, you, I don't like Nikki Haley. I'm sorry. I just don't. I think she's a Democrat. I think she's a, a right or whatever, you know, and uh, you know, so it was just really great to see her not only get, get, get beat by, you know, uh, Don, but to get beat right. by 
to Ron as well. So I have a question. I mean, I would agree with you. Honestly, I thought Trump did a good job of pointing her to the United Nations. I think she did a great job in that role. I didn't know her as governor when she was governor. Um, but yeah, um, the more you hear her speak, and in and, and some ways too, I like Ron DeSantis, but the more I hear him speak, the more I see him go toe-to-toe with Nikki Haley, the less I like him, brother. It's it's kind of the, that nature of politics in general. You're supposed to grow, like get more likable, if you will. Um, but they seem to both be diminishing um, their status as Trump gets more and more popular uh, based on his um, policies and so forth. So, yeah, um, to your point, I don't like Nikki Haley anymore either. I know a lot of the establishment do. Um, because she seemed like a safe bet, but you're right. She seems very Democrat light. If you, if you want to say that anymore, um, of course we've got yeah. a lot of those at the federal and state level too, that are speaking mm, of that, mm, guess who mm. filed to run for secretary of state here in Washington state. You guessed it. Kim Wyman is back. What? Uh, really? Yeah. No longer so, working for the Biden administration. Uh, yeah. Apparently not brother. Uh, so I was uh, someone saw that they had filed that she had filed PDC, that she's not raised any money. Um, you know, I mean, given the, the choice between Steve Hobbs and, uh, you know, a Democrat and Kim, and, Wyman. And Kim yeah. Wyman, I would definitely choose Steve Hobbs. Uh, just kidding. But <laughs> so you think about this now, uh, I, we have other candidates, don't we, for that? I thought we did. Yeah. Um, not, not yet. No, not yet. Darn. Okay. Um, where is Mark Melosha? Come, somebody. Right? We, would you give Mark Mullis a call, brother, and just tell him, hey, I, dude, come I on. could see the conversation, though. You know, and Jim Walsh, obviously, is a friend of ours, uh, the new leader of WSRP. I, I don't know how things will be different, but I could see the Seattle elites, if you will, the Seattle sort of like, no, um, I'll just generally sort of the mainstream Republicans, we'll just call them out by name, would be all on board a former elected secretary of state, multiple times uh, elected, coming back, and they would probably go, eh, you know. That was, it was a jab at the conservatives or whatever. I just, I think they're going to embrace her. I don't think the conservatives will because I've seen her true colors, but uh, it she's will be a quitter, man. Yeah. You know, she worked hard to get elected and then right after get elected, she quits. And then we end yep. up with a freaking Democrat in there. I mean, yep. they're going to, that's going to get laid at her feet. And uh, yes, so I, I'm curious how this is all going to, you know, turn out. But the problem is we haven't had anybody else step up and say, oh, yeah, come on. You know, I mean, SOS is, uh, you know, it's like critical job, especially now with, uh, you know, what was it? 68%, close to 70% yes. of Iowa caucus voters think 2020 was rigged. So there you yeah. go. That's, yeah. that's crazy, dude. That's a like, that's like, not every- that it's written rigged, but the, the fact that the overwhelming majority and what I saw another one too, where this is inner city. And it's not about race, but inner city blacks that have always voted Democrat also think it was rigged. You know, more and more are coming out like no one gets 81 million votes. This doesn't make any sense, right? Statistically, doesn't make. And then you see all the anomalies and all the it, there is an issue with the election. And it's, you know, the more they try to silence uh, this type of talk, like, oh, that's crazy. No, it's, it's not that crazy. Now, there's enough evidence here. We should look at it. And the more of these things that are getting overturned more of the lawsuits that are actually coming into fruition proving that there was fraud and, uh, you know, in Georgia and so forth. Donald Trump being proven right again. Don't you think, brother? Yeah. Uh, at uh, Davos, uh, mm-hmm. World Economic Davos. Foreman, the um, uh, head of, uh, let's see, was it? 
I forget which bank it was, but uh, head of one of the big, big banks came out and said, hey, you know, uh, we need to grow up. Uh, Donald Trump was mm-hmm. right about a lot of things. And he was right about NATO. He was right. You know, he grew the economy. Uh, mm-hmm. And we need to grow up and stop attacking him as a person and like like and stop attacking the MAGA movement. It was a, it was really stunning and just put people back on their heels uh, that major made. I mean, the largest like largest bank, if not in the world and definitely in the United States. Yep. Talking about, you know, why don't we grow up like I don't dig the guy, you know, he's he's rough and whatever. But you know what? If we want to like grow and be prosperous, then we probably want a Donald Trump and we need to stop demonizing a bunch of people that like him. He goes, that's not going to work out well for you anyway. Right. And then you had the 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 newly elected uh, DT of Argentina. Uh, I forget his name, but uh, he was down there talking and he he basically said, you guys are the problem. Like, I, just ask us. We know socialism doesn't work. It destroyed our country. We're back. We're not going to do it. And it's your fault. And I was like, wow. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. getting this through a translator. But uh, yep. well, I, and I've heard one of them as well. It may have been the same guy I was talking about the fact that America's in trouble. We need to stand firm as well. These values matter. And, and, and it's right. I've seen a number of things this week um, over the last week anyway, of millennials, Gen Z's, whatever, where the response to someone that has a different opinion than them is to scream. It's like a, a crying baby. And I'm like, wow, it reminds me of that quote, right? Strong, uh, you know, tough times make uh, tough men, right? Tough men make good times. Good times are easy times. Easy times makes weak men. We've got a, a time now where we've got a generation of people that need to toughen up. They need to get, get around and, and not worry about their feelings and, and do what's right. And that's So they've been conditioned in many ways. And of course, I'm a parent. You're, you're a parent and a grandparent, right? We take responsibility as well. We wanted, what's, we wanted to make it easier for our kids. And sometimes that was not the right decision. You know, so now it's time for, you know, in some ways, a tough America, a, a tough parenting, a, a coming to Jesus, if you will, as they always say, um, that you're right. What we need now is tough. We need to be a strong America. We need to have policies and to get beyond the hurt feelings or the fact that you don't like a personality. And that's, that's you know, once again, he may not be the your favorite person. We both like him, um, but, but we like the policies, right? He may be the right guy at the right time for the job. Don't you think? Yeah. And what so this exit polling about election integrity and mm-hmm. this is, you know, like you said, this is a, um, you know, really a reflection of the entire nation. Right. Uh, right. Now, um, Joy Reid came out and said, of course, all the, it's just all those white evangelical Christians. You know, they just want all the, you know whatever, you know, to trying to inflame division. Yes, right. And that's a Marxist tactic, right? To, to try mm-hmm. to divide everybody, get everybody in groups. That's the, uh, that's the devil, right? Uh, Jesus yep. said it himself, a house divided against itself cannot stand. Right. So to get everybody divided is a strategy and uh joy better. She better watch her mouth. She better watch out because she is touching the apple of God's eye and God loves his church and he loves his uh, evangelicals, whether they be white, black or other. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is a you know, he's good and uh, he's gracious and he's being gracious to America. And, you know, as we are Amen. as we are walking not only in love, but in strength and in boldness and taking uh, initiative uh, to go forward. I was with a group of men last night and I, I said, you know, I was wondering about 
first Corinthians, the, the book of first Corinthians is to me, it, it, it's got a lot of like great theology and stuff in it, but it, it's, it's like an anomaly because I was reading in, in Romans at the end of Romans, the last chapter of Romans says Greek Phoebe, and she's a minister in the church. And so I poured her and all this stuff. So there's definitely women in ministry and all this stuff going on. Right. I'm reading that in Romans. Right. I get into first Corinthians like, yeah, women need to be quiet. They need to cover their heads, <laughs> all this stuff. Right. And I'm like, right. I'm like, what's the deal? And so, and what you just said reminded me of this at the end of first Corinthians, it says a sentence that gives you the key to that entire book. It gave me the key to the entire book. I don't know if it gives you, it says act like a man and be strong. And all of a sudden yes. I go, wait a minute. First Corinthians is a, is a letter written to men. Cause yes. you don't have to tell yeah. women don't go join yourself to a prostitute. Right. He says yeah. that in there. You don't have to tell, you don't have to tell men, men, women don't need first Corinthians 13 brother. They already yeah. know how to love their moms and stuff. It's guys. Yeah. Hey guys, love is patient. Love is kind. Love doesn't seek its own. We also know that in in Corinthians too, first uh, Corinthians, it was, there was, they were allowing women, um, disruptive women to uh, side rail. Direction. It's actually, the, it's actually the word. It's actually the word wife, dude. Yeah. Well, he's actually saying, he's act, if it's yeah. a letter to men, what he's saying is, you know, Hey dude, don't let your wife disrupt the service. Exactly. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> so, don't let her control this. Be a man. Right. Now you know, I want to, now up. I'm excited. Yeah. I've always kind of dreaded reading first Corinthians. I read it because it's a Bible and stuff. It was never one of right. my favorites, but I do. I mean, I love first Corinthians 12, right? All the gifts of the spirit, mm -hmm. you know, and the prophesy all this stuff. Right? right. Um, so there's definitely parts, but I just never could get that whole. Cause I, you know, I'm reading, I'm seeing women in ministry all over the place in the right. Bible. Right. And right. I'm like this particular. And then when I realized the key, is hey he's writing that to dudes now i'm like i want to i'm excited to go back and reread it all like this is to men this That's is awesome. a man book hey dude don't hang out with prostitutes hey man Jake? you yeah. know keep you know keep your family in order you know if your wife's got big questions don't let her go disrupt things ask you right take bring her right. home let her ask you know be the priest of the household that's right yes, be the, and, the, and, yes. and it was do. like because i'm like you know because we know like down i don't know if you've heard about her She's controversial, and uh, but she's doing some amazing stuff. Lady out of L.A. named Catherine Crick, and she is having this deliverance ministry, and all this stuff's going on. And uh, our dear friend, uh, Pastor Troy Green, out of Elma, there, uh, he's like, he he's like, dude, I went and saw her. She's amazing. This is great, you know. And of course, the Lord's showing me, you know, women in ministry and and of Romans is different things. And right. so I so I watched a video of her. Uh, kind of her prophetic outlook for 2024 uh, New Year's Eve service. And she talks like she's from LA. She says, you know, <laughs> instead of saying important, she says uh, important, you know, she got, she got right. kind of almost, almost like the Valley girl, you know, that, that you know how LA's got that, they got that accent. Right. And, um, and I'm like, well, that's kind of cute. I like that. And then of course, <laughs> why wouldn't God raise up somebody powerful out of Los Angeles, just to stick a finger in the devil's eye, right? And well, not like he's not done it before with uh, Catherine Kuhlman, with Amy Simple McPherson, on and on and on. People that launched entire movements, brother. Yep. Out yep. of out of Los Angeles, California. Uh, Azusa. Yep. Azusa yep. Street. The, the you know the greatest revival so far in history was Azusa, the Assembly of God Church, the Church of God in Christ. All these church churches came out of Azusa. Uh, yep. you know, which was led by a, you know, a one-eyed black guy, 
and um, uh, Seymour and, um, and, you know, yay, you know, God again, right. raise up somebody unusual, you know, that mm-hmm. was during the, you know, the time of Jim Crow and everything else. And here comes, yeah. you know, here comes this, this guy blind in an eye and, and, uh, you know, God will use who he'll use. And this idea that, well, I don't know, I've sinned, I've messed up, I'm not good enough. You know, come on, people, let's grow up and let's let so, God, let's go to the cross, let's get clean and let's be strong and let's do something for God. So I'm, I'm reading the Old Testament today. Now, this is interesting. I love this, too. I'm like, these guys were messed up, God. Not only, obviously, uh, Abraham, you know, uh, his wife said, hey, why don't you use my maid and we'll have a baby and created Ishmael and so or, forth. Or, uh, hey, that's not my wife. That's my sister. <laughs> right. That's my sister. And so, you know, <laughs> then you go into and I'm looking at um, Jacob's sons. Right. So the oldest son with Leah sleeps with his uh, other wife, his, basically Leah's maid, um, um, while while he knows about it, right? So now it's incest, right, in some ways. And then you have them uh, throwing Joseph in the pit and sell him into slavery. You, you have, And then they go out, and, and since um, their sister was raped by this person, they go in and murder all the uh, people of the village. These guys were not good people. They weren't perfect people, but God chose them for a purpose, you know, and to save the nations. It's just, it's amazing to see that I love the frailty and just the humanness of the flesh. And like, no, these aren't perfect people. God uses, but Rahab the prostitute or whatever to um, tell a story, right? That our fallen nature, that he's there, that he's always there, you know, that um, we have the grace and mercy and, and forgiveness, but we have righteousness in him. And so I was just, I was to your point, I was like, no, he doesn't use perfect people. He, he perfects us through the process and the tests and trials. I think the scripture verse this morning, too, is uh, about how God tests the righteous and the wicked. And it reminds me all the times we're always being tested. It's, it's to refine us, to uh, prepare us for what's next. Right. So I love it. I literally had this conversation just last night with a friend of mine. Did you? <laughs> I said, you know, as a young Christian, you know, I was in my, you know, I was my late teens, my early twenties. And I didn't, I didn't go to church. I was, I was a professional musician. I was touring and, you know, that kind of stuff. And it didn't really occur to me. I, I would visit churches occasionally. And I thought, I always thought it was kind of cool, but I never, it never was like part of my, you know, daily or weekly operation. But what was, was I would read the Bible every day and I would pray every day. And, um, you know, we call that having a devotional. I didn't even know what that was. I just liked the Bible. I just thought it was really cool and God saved me and I was free from drugs and alcohol and I was, you know, enjoying it. And what it was, was it was kind of like what Paul said, where the Lord took him apart by himself for a while into the wilderness and just time with time with the Lord. And, you know, I, I, I was saying, you know, like this gospel john chapter 15 i'm the true vine you're the branches you know you've got to abide in me you've got to be in me so i was abiding in the lord reading the bible and that whole thing that you just said i'm like well if god can use those knuckleheads maybe (laughs) i should get up and do something for god because i you know because i recognized hey i was a you know i had issues right i was just saved and i didn't you know i didn't come from a christian home right i came from a different situation and it was because of that that I started volunteering at the Portland Rescue Mission and different things, right? Because I was like, you know what? If God can use David, David like took somebody's wife and then killed them. Yep. Right? And I read that and I'm like, okay, <laughs> the thing about the Bible 
is it's true. He's not mm-hmm. hiding it. The the thing you were saying with Joseph and his brothers and and um, all these other, you know, situations like, um, you know, we don't. Oh, uh, Isaac, we don't call her mom now. We call her auntie, you know, or whatever. Right. <laughs> this kind of thing. Right. It's like it's like, OK, look, the great man of faith didn't have a lot of faith that day. Right. So he you know, yeah, he had faith, but that day he did not have faith or his faith right. was weak and right. he was afraid they were going to you know, <laughs> kill him. And, um, you know, we think he was walking around like, you know, walking on water or whatever. And, right. And, right. and so I'm just glad that the Bible tells the truth because it, it gives us room to be us. Right. Like we fail, you know, right. you and I hang out, we know each other and we know we don't always do the right thing. So exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah here we are. Thing. Yeah, here we are here on the radio. Are, yeah, on right. the radio. Just, you know, so I, I just want to give our listening. listeners, yeah, give our yeah. listeners some slack. We're cutting yes. you some slack, listeners of Doug and Marty versus the world. Yes. And the fact that uh yeah, um, we are far, far, far from imperfect, but we you know, that's it. We love the Lord. We want to try it harder. We want to uh get up and dust ourselves off. But thank God for grace and for Jesus. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. But yeah, the more I'm it's funny what the Holy Spirit reveals to you. To your point, you're like, wow, this is to men. And for me, it was like these guys were not good people. These are these patriarchs, right? These, these, the, you know, the 12 pillars of Israel. They got some serious issues. You know, they they weren't walking on water, as you said, right? Uh, and yet God used them and established them uh, to, as an example of mankind and his goodness, his mercy. Uh, just, wow, crazy stuff. Yeah. So uh, New Hampshire's coming up on Tuesday. Looks like Donald Trump is leading by double digits and Nikki Haley is thrashing she said, uh, you know, who lost us the House? Who lost us the Senate? Um, who lost the presidency? Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. And I'm thinking, oh boy. And I'm, I'm thinking, who uh, who lowered gas prices? Who boosted the economy? Yep. Who sealed the border? Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald who Trump. Who made us so energy independent? You know, you who can who all, had no wars? Yep. Exactly. Look, there's, on every, in every human being, you can accentuate the positive you can accentuate the negative. Now, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, Vivek. Can we yep. can can we take can we start praying for him? Can we pray for him to get saved? Can we like go after him the way we went after Trump? You know, when Trump went into the office, uh, I don't think he was a Christian, right? But I, he got surrounded right. by a bunch of these Christians, prayed the prayer. Now right. comes out, you know, I mean, his Christmas message in the White House was so amazing and all this stuff. You know, he's he's almost become a preacher in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, and yet at the it's same time, right? he's still a tough fighting, yep. you know, guy, which is what we need right now. We have to fight for America we have to fight to save our freedom. We have to fight to save our liberty and to stop the, you know, the deep state and, and the police state yep. and all this stuff. But the that being had that, yes. had that yes. he's got that same like I'm, you know, what, the debate where he says, you know, what about the Russia collusion? Blah, 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 blah. And then he tells the moderator, now go. He turned right, right, right on him. I'm like, yeah, let's get this guy saved. Let's, you know, if this guy's right. Apollos or Paul or whatever, because he's like, you know, hey, look, I'm solid. I'm a Hindu, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, look, Hindus believe in Jesus. That yes. is, he's just yeah. one of their bazillion gods that they have or whatever. Right. right. So why don't we just yep. let him get come all the way in? So let's like let's all decide that we're going to. Per- Pray for Vivek. Pray to, for Vivek, man. To get saved. And you, uh that's that's good yeah. bench strength right there. Like you said, with there Ron, with Ron, Ron's 
You know, and you and I have been running for office, so I can cut Ron yep. a lot of slack, right? Because yes. we've said things we probably shouldn't have said, right? We waffled when we should have, we should have stood right. for whatever, just because you're in taking that advice from people we shouldn't have or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So to your point, yeah. And of course, this is on the, on the national stage. I think he, once, once again, I think he is the front runner for four years from now. Um, I just think he's got to be very careful um, as the tides are going in the favor of Donald Trump that he doesn't, you know, demonize, you know, 80, 75 or 80 million people that are saying, no, this is what we want. Vivek, the whole time, really straddled that well, that very bold, said things like you said, there's some things I really like. There's some things I don't like necessarily about his background. But the point is that, OK, this getting young and up and coming. It was always very careful to say Trump's policies were right. Trump was the right guy. You know, I'm the next generation, whatever, setting himself up. So I, I'm not surprised that he suspended his campaign. I'm not surprised that he endorsed Donald Trump. Um, but I, I am surprised a little bit. I shouldn't be, you know, because he was already being attacked by the mainstream Republicans and by the, obviously the left. But now that he's aligned himself with Trump, we do have to pray for him, not only to be saved, but for protection as well, because it's this like this really weird stuff. We talk, call it Trump derangement syndrome, but it's, it's worse than that. This is it's spiritual, you know, not that, you know, Trump is just a person being used at a time such as this. It like, oh, just like, the you know, when we're talking about the, the frailty and the fleshiness of all humans, um, Trump's that guy. But God's prepared him through all these different things with the bankruptcy and Trump Towers and the casino and the working in the New York, um, this, this with uh, basically with the unions and, you know, with politics and basically being behind the scenes of politics for his entire life. You know, just to see the, the behind closed door stuff and then now being on the front stage. And then all the onslaught of the accusations, the impeachments, the rush that, that where he's being proven that he wasn't. He didn't involve that. I, I think all of that is perfectly prepared him for the battle ahead. And that's why we continue to pray for him as well. But for those people that align um, with, I think, with God's purposes, um, like Vivek, I think there's a future if we pray for him. Yep. So let's do it. Lord, yeah. we ask you to save Vivek Ramaswamy in Jesus name. Yes. Amen. Uh, Amen. you know, I'm, I, I just keep coming back, keep circling back to our, our great Republican women. And, um, and, you know, I just feel like Nikki's not one of them. Um, Sarah Palin, Christy Noem, you know, um, there's, there's a lot of other choices out there. Where, yes. where are you, Sarah? Sarah, where are you, baby? He, Come on. And Christy Sarah Noem is amazing. Yeah. Right. <sighs> And she, I'm once again, this and being a man, it's not fleshly. Um, I've seen many Republican men talk about Christy Noem just because she carried herself in such strength, but she's still feminine. She hunts, she fishes, she gets loyal. She's done a really good job in South Dakota. Um, Sarah Palin did a good job in Alaska. I think Sarah Palin got the short end of the stick when she ran with uh, John McCain. I think that was a setup for her, and I, I feel bad for her, but she's a, a phenomenal um conservative you know and i don't know if she'd ever run again but the point is well you is, know uh, who who would have ever heard yeah. of her right if right she right. hadn't run with john mccain so i think that was a huge you know benefit um you know and we didn't know you know back in those days what was yeah. that 2008 you know that was like you know centuries ago um right. <laughs> you know we just didn't have the same uh palette of choices that we do now you know donald trump did for all of the craziness, Donald Trump brought the breakthrough 
we finally had somebody who would punch back, who would not take it. You know, they yes. were incessantly beating up uh, W, right? W was, yes. but W would oh. never answer back. He would never fight back. And he just took it. But, you know, if you remember when he was president, and I know you're old enough to remember, they just they yes. never let up on the guy. Just constant, constant, constant. And, of course, the uh, first election integrity stuff came out with you yes. know, him and um, uh, the former vice president. Al Gore. Yeah. And so, um, so we, you know, we we found somebody who said, you know, yeah, I know you are, but what are you? I know I am, but what are you? You know, kind of <laughs> right. I'm. Glad you brought that up because I remember a campaign. I think that was around the time I ran for Senate, uh, 2010 or so. And the amount of vitriol and that, the, the media, I guess if you call it the, the, all across the leftist media, the, the Democrats um, started tainting the water for Republicans around George W. Bush. I mean, it was interesting to see that even conservatives like, well, I don't know about this guy, you know, and that may be true. There's some things that he did that we may not agree with. But at the time when he was the son of the former president running, you know, uh, conservative, if you will, we're going to establish these uh, faith-based sort of um, missions from the White House. We're like, yeah, but door by door by door, knocking on and talking to Republican voters, they were listening to the media and were being tainted on George W. Bush at the time. And you're right. After four years, it, it was it was gone that they had done their work because he wouldn't fight back. And so it was a, a, a accumulation of turning so they basically did not like the guy and and diminish his chances then you have trump where it seems to energize him and that those attempts which they were successful with george w bush have not been successful with, with donald trump and i think that has to be someone who's been conditioned in that environment for so long that they know that all right you can't give into this stuff you got to push back you got to fight back and as donald trump says you got to uh, fight back harder right yeah. So, and that's, that's what we're doing. So that's, that's well, kind of a lesson and, for and, you and me, right? And, you know, the thing about Trump, and, and I think I really, you know, would would want to say thank you for this. But Trump is never not Trump. You know, in, right. I, I read The Art of the Deal, which was written back in, I think, 1980 or 1982 or somewhere, you know, a long time ago. And um, and he said in the book, you know, if someone punches me, I punch back twice as hard. Right. And right. that's right. that's his thing. You know, he's he's calling Nikki Haley a disaster because she's attacking him. You know, he were, you right. know, at the speech that he gave post victory in Iowa was very unifying. He didn't call Ron names. He, didn't, he said, I'm, you know, appreciate Nikki. I appreciate Ron. They did well. You know, you know, if Vivek, what about Vivek? You know, he did start with nothing, ended up with eight percent, you know, whatever. Right. Very unifying, very, you know, very presidential. And, you know, mm -hmm. they still, you know, they're thrashing about he's double digits over all of them. He's going to win New yes. Hampshire by a landslide again. He's going yep. to win the White House by a landslide short of, you know, some, you know, something. Yeah. 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 We need to That's be praying for, for protection. Yep. Correct. Yes. But, um, you know, so, you, you, you were mentioned son of the president's time. I was like, Hunter? yes. Hunter Biden was George <laughs> Hunter Biden. George W. was no Hunter Biden. Let me tell no, you that. Yeah, son of the George, George Senior, W. Right? Never let anybody find his cocaine. George H. W. Bush. Yeah. So I, I'm no kidding, right? But still, there was like this um, thing that okay, it's it's the Bush family, it's the Bush legacy out of out of uh, uh, Houston as well. 
But I wanted to, I'm not sure if you saw this or not. Um, there's always these ongoing trials, right? Trial in New York for Trump, uh, you know, the uh, trying to close his business down, the trial in Georgia about election interference. There's on and on there, and they're losing these things. But the other day, the Trump attorneys um, played for evidence um, the all of the different media on the left calling for violence, calling for pushing back, punching them in the face, using Biden's own words and video clips. I'm like, how brilliant is that? It's like, you. this is what you're accusing Donald Trump of. But here is, you know, a multitude of references where the left, these media and the Democrats were openly calling for violence in the streets, you know, that and, and insurrection and, and taking people out and killing the, the president. I thought it was powerful. People need to see that. It's like, okay. We we know oftentimes the accuser, the accuser of our, our brother, will make accusations right against us that we're not doing. It's what he's doing. In many cases, that's what we do politically as well. We see it when they start accusing us of, you know, running grandma off the cliff or wanting dirty air. This is what they're doing. Look at what they're doing. It typically is it's them uh, casting stones, if you will, brother. I had right? uh, so I posted a picture of me and Matt Gates uh on uh you know various social media sites and uh somebody got on their troll or whatever said you know this guy is a pedophile and you know he took a 17 year old across state lines or something you know whatever the accusation is um right. and i i i replied i said i'm looking in the picture i'm not seeing any democrat groomer that wants to remove a child from the home and transition them and guess how many comments i got back from that guy zero right, right? Zero. <laughs> so right you know in in most states i hate to say it age of consent's like 16 and um you know and whatever that's nothing's been proven against matt and all that but um right. the you know this little thing over here is like this big deal Right. But that's a Solinsky. You hold them accountable to their own conduct of morality. But yep. we need to, you know, immediately when they come back and say, well, look, this person, you know, like there's a lot of there's a lot of brouhaha about um, what's her name from Colorado. Right. Recently right. divorced and all that and and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's dating. Over. Yes. Yeah, Lauren, yeah, she's Lauren. dating yeah. and she's, you know, whatever. She's, she's, a, you know, she's not bad looking, right? Or whatever. No, no, and, she's a cutie. And yep. yeah, she's not, um, let's just say she's not, uh, you know, she's not a nun. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, she's on our side. She's fighting. And they're, you know, they hold this stuff up, but we don't talk anything about, you know, Jay Inslee wants to take your teenage child from your home and transition them and you have no say in it. Uh, yes. Down in California, what did they fire teachers because teachers alerted parents that their children are trying to transition and the Christian teachers are being fired. You've got uh, Joy Reid saying, you know, white evangelical Christians are the problem. You know, let's just change that around. You know, black evangelical Christians are the problem. You know, whatever Jewish people are the problem. Yeah, black Jewish, you black know, it's um, like, can Muslim. You know, right. Racism is racism. Yes. Whether you whether it's uh, against black, white or, or or Asian or anti, you know, Jewish or whatever. And so it's always amazing. They use that argument. We've got to fight. We've got to punch yes. back. Yeah. 
removing people from the ballot, um, using racism to fight racism doesn't make sense. It's like uh, Martin Luther King didn't said you have to use love to combat hate. You, you know, peace to combat war, not uh, hate to do hate. Right. It's it's the idea here that they're trying to sell this to, uh, to us. It's a lie. It is an absolute lie from the pit of hell. And of course, you use much better examples uh, of what they're doing there with the transitioning and so forth. I was thinking along the lines of Ilhan Omar you know, dating her brother or, you know, marrying, marrying her brother, brother marrying her brother. Right. <laughs> you know, okay, or that's, uh, that's just weird. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Or the uh, attorney. I didn't, down in Georgia. I didn't know she was from the, the Appalachians or whatever. Right. No, I'm just or the uh, the sorry, attorney in Georgia who took the case against Donald Trump, uh, hiring her boyfriend to, uh, to be a prosecutor and, and paying him way more than they pay way more. And he's not a prosecutor. He's done it like one time. He's like a, a personal injury attorney. So <laughs> this, the uh, corruption is nonstop. Rather. The, uh, uh, the improprieties at the very least um, it, it's it, hypocrisy. Isn't that what, one of the things that yeah, they say call, people call like it hypocrites? out, just yes. call it out, just call <laughs> it out. You know, I, I, I thought about it, you know, one of the things is, um, about Proverbs and reading Proverbs this month is, yes. um, you know, not to, to respond in anger, but to, you know, really to think things through. And I remember that because I was at Turning Point USA. I was uh, with some friends and I, uh, you know, created that post, but I didn't post it. I, I let a couple of people read it and I said, okay, is this in anger or is this the right thing. And I had a couple of people go, yeah, that's a really reasoned response, right? Yeah. The Democrats want to take your children and transition them without your permission. And you're worried about, you know, this or whatever. Right. So I just immediately punched back and it shut the, it shut this troll down immediately. Right. Let's get into that. You know, you want to talk right. about perversion at a government level, you know, let's talk about that. And they didn't want to talk about that because that's right. an election killer. Also, brother, this yes. uh, the six, um, you know, these six uh, initiatives uh, yes. receiving the correct number of ballots. This is going to change the the uh, direction of 2024 here in Washington as well. And, you know, mm -hmm. restoring reasonable police pursuit, you know, opting out of the long term care, you know, scam. Right. The right. Ponzi deal right. uh, capping the taxes, no income tax. There's just a lot of really, really good things that's changing the narrative now. It isn't stopping them from going crazy. They're trying to bring back the secret police, you know, the thought police, and they're trying to uh, take the cap off the property. You know, they're trying to do it. Right. They're going right. to have to deal uh, with these initiatives and they don't, they don't, they have to deal or they automatically go to the ballot and they go to the ballot. So I'm hoping they don't deal. Right. Because if they don't deal, it's going to drive a voter turnout. Right. Because people yes. are going to turn out. Yes. And while I'm here, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump and I'm going to vote for, you know, Dave Reichert or whatever, I'm going to vote for, you know, I'm going to vote for the right people, hopefully not Kim Wyman. Um, but, uh, you know, there is a, you know, there is an aggressiveness. It's like we all got a break over Christmas and I feel like we all feel frisky now. Like we all got right. rested up, right? And we're ready to go. Right. And, uh, you know, and there's a new energy. And so I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in New Hampshire next Tuesday. Uh, I, I predict a, a land, another landslide uh, victory for former President Trump. Um, let's Do you change, know if New Hampshire is an in-person, first of all? Is it New is. Hampshire? A, it oh, is a, okay. I don't know if it's in-person. I don't know how they vote, but they do okay. vote. This is an actual, this is the first one they where they call it a primary. It's not a caucus. Correct. Yeah. We're, we, okay. So it's not a, yeah, exactly right. By the way, how did the cool caucuses go uh, for you, by the, by the way? 
Well, let me just tell you, the worst part of the cool, the pooled caucus was the cool caucus. And that was uh, getting out of my truck and walking to the school at, you know, zero degree wind chill factor. The wind was just howling and it was like 18 degrees. It was freezing. Uh, We had a huge turnout. We had way more people than we had four years ago. Uh, That's awesome. Ultimately, I think we were up uh, across the uh, across the county. I know we were up. I'm not sure about the state, but it was it was great to go. You know, the caucuses really is uh, because we've adopted a primary here in Washington state. Um, it's more about becoming a delegate. Uh, so, you know, being a delegate to the county convention, the state convention, and ultimately, if you want to be a delegate to the national convention, which I, you know, I kind of like to do that, brother, because it's like I've seen it on TV all these t- years. I've never right, been to one. And, right. and uh, you know, even I, though it's Milwaukee, um, you know, at least I guess you could get a beer or something. <laughs> I had the chance one time and I didn't take it. I wish I had. You know, in hindsight, like you, I think I have to do that at least once in my life to go there to cast a ballot for the eventual president, the Republican president. So I love it. Yeah. And just to be yeah. part yeah. of it, yeah, you know, part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. Just, to, you know, and maybe the, you know, wave at the TV camera or something. <laughs> Speaker, uh, Speaker Johnson, uh, do you think he's yes. in trouble? So hey, they passed hey, this CR. They, yes. you know, they've got the budget. They've kept things going only till March. Right. So that gives us, you know, not even what, two months, two and a half months to figure out a budget yep. for 2024. Yeah. Um, will the conservatives cut him slack or is he is he toast? What do you think, brother? I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard. I mean, in leadership of any kind, you know, whether you like McCarthy or not, Speaker uh, Johnson it seems to be a better uh, flavor, more conservative, the whole bit. But his hands are tied. You, you have a small slim majority we are dealing with the democrats you're dealing with a, a split um uh, senate if you will or a democrat controlled senate if you will um so the, the, you have to play ball in some ways the crs is never been good we need a balanced budget we know that uh, i do think he's in trouble because the conservatives have had enough they said look we, we this is the line we drew around the crs i think he's got like you said a couple months i think this next time now, we've got to get a, a budget uh, signed around that deals with Israel, deals with the southern border, deals with whatever, and, and starts to rein in some of this outrageous spending because people generally, um, the Republicans in general, uh, don't see a lot of difference between Republicans and Democrats. So that's got to change. He has to show leadership. I think he's got a short leash at the very least, in my opinion, brother. I I wonder what Matt thinks, because, you know, Matt obviously led the charge in getting McCarthy out of there. And mm-hmm. then, you know, then to have McCarthy, you know, quit the Congress. Yes. And so, again, eroding our lead. We we currently have a two seat count them, the peace sign. Two. Yes. Uh, majority in the House. And uh, so it does every give, Republican vote. Yep. Yeah. Nope. And so it's, you know, and they have. It really, um, Nancy Pelosi was the one that that changed the rule about, you know, being able to recall the speaker. Right. So that happened under her watch. But before that, this was always the way it was done. There was no really this wasn't a oh, my gosh, we've never done that before. Well, yeah, we didn't do it because speakers were you know aware that it could be done. And they changed uh, it. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, McCarthy, if he'd have been, you know on his game, he would have like, Hey, whatever. So, uh, same with, you know, speaker Johnson and, and he's, you know, 
He's only been in Congress for not even 10 years, right? Just a few, like eight years, maybe. Yeah, a few times, like Seven, six years, like six yeah. or eight. eight. So, yeah. so again, um, you know, it's easy to armchair quarterback this thing. But, you know, at the, on the other hand, you know, he took the calculated risk that a government shutdown is bad, right? For, yes. Yeah. For whatever. Now, a lot of us conservatives are like, shut it down. We don't care. Right. 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 Oh, the White House tours are canceled, you know, the congressional, you know, like while they figure it out. What the left has always done. And, we, and since the last time the, the shutdown was allowed to happen, I remember an election against Derek Kilmer, Congressman on the six, who's retiring, by the way. Um, I remember that was something that he would always bring up about the government shutdown, that our military wouldn't get paid. And we know that is not the case. They will always get paid. We'll take care of our troops. But that's a a talking point they use. It's like they use the abortion to whip the vote this last time. They use the, oh, you shut down the government. You uh, didn't want to pay our military. And those are lies, you know, or fabrication at the very least. But it is something that's it's a political tactic. And so we have to stop that. That's the dialogue we should expect. That's what you know, um, Speaker uh, Johnson was looking at, knowing that this coming up in the 2024 elections, would be used against Republicans, you know? So yes, it's, it's a calculated risk knowing that um, the goal is to win a larger majority in the house and, and uh, get a president in 2024 and then make changes. And, and most of us as conservatives hate that we want the job done now, but we also know from a strategy standpoint, we got to have more strength. We got to have a unified body. We got to have a strong set of Congress persons, male and female, and a Senate that actually is uh, that will go along with Donald Trump's policies when he's elected president. Don't you think? Yeah. Um, twenty twenty four, man. One for the record books. I know. This is uh, this is an amazing year. I'm I'm really uh, uh, I you know, we don't know him. I don't know Speaker yes. Johnson, right? We we understand right. that you know he's he's out there as a Christian and all that kind of stuff, and so we pray for the guy and. You know, it's kind of that that serenity prayer, right? Help me to, you know, yes. do the thing I can, <laughs> not worry about the things I can't, you know, pray for people and stuff like that. You know, are we praying or are we just like the, you know, the Israelites in the desert? You know, I hate manna, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I want some meat. I want some meat. Give yeah, me some meat. <laughs> we got to we got to watch the the complaining spirit and the, the armchair quarterbacking and really like let's bring it down to what can I do? You know, what can I do yes. at the Spokane City Council level? What can I do at the the county level, you know, Clark County or or Asotin or whatever? What can I do with, uh, you know, the Washington State uh, 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 races, like the governor race, the, uh, right. the superintendent right. of public instruction and the, the different things he, like the, the, the public lands? You know, we love soup, um, uh, cool Peterson. Um, right. we like, you know, there's. There's things that we can do and there's things that we can't do. Now we are concerned. So we pray about it. Lord, help, yes. help us have the right speaker that you want. Lord, we don't know Speaker Johnson. But we, we, we assume he's a Christian and that you love him and everything. Help him to make good decisions. Right. Rather than like make, you know, and I think one of the things that gives the communists and the socialists and the, the, the people that are trying to bring America down is they're playing a long game. They've been playing this game for a hundred years. Right. Yep. And they're still yep. playing it. The Chinese, they they got a what a five hundred year plan or something like that right so they're yeah. they're playing the long game the long game that's you right know, we Americans we we talked about this last week you know we want to put instant coffee in the microwave and go back in time we're impatient 
Like, yes. like I want everything yes. now. Okay, well, that's cool because it gives you an energy and stuff like that. But you can't, the problem with impatience is it creates what the Bible calls hope deferred, right? And yep. if you like, yep. okay, well, I expected everything to happen and this should have all been straightened out by now and now hope deferred and that that creates a, a, a problem with your spirit, right? Hope deferred makes your spirit sick, makes you whatever. But let's, In let's every, maintain yes. hope. Yeah. Maintain yep. hope, keep praying, keep believing, speak what's yep. good. Let's, let's, let's let some good stuff come out of our mouths. Yep. In and, every uh, relationship, brother, the yeah. biggest problem is unmet expectations or, uh, you know, where they're unrealistic expectations. You have expectations about your spouse, expectations about how your kids will respond to you, expectations. And those aren't, you know, many times are way off, but it, it will lead to where you're dissatisfied or you're frustrated and they shouldn't be. It's, it's understanding those things to your point. Uh, the, our uh, expectations should be um, metered, prayed about, <laughs> right? So, yeah. Brother, I have one thing. You were talking about what we can do locally. And as far, we always kind of uh, encourage our listeners and our friends and those to get engaged wherever they are, wherever God's placed you, you know, whatever small amount, big amount, whatever it may be. And it reminded me of one of our friends who listens to our show, lives in Idaho now, uh, Jerry Gibbs. Uh, Jerry Gibbs, you know, been involved in Republican politics. I don't I think he's ever, I may have run for office once, but the point is, is I remember he knew the local jurisdiction laws and the county council in Pierce County a couple several years ago was going to pass something that for the Taj Mahal spend taxpayer monies. And he filed a referendum. He filed an initiative basically to the county, which was in the rules. And they didn't want to allow him to do it. They actually went after him uh, personally uh, from the prosecuting attorney and the uh, the the um, chairman. What's what I'm looking for? Anyway, uh, Pat McCarthy, right? Big battle. But here's one person who stood up, knew the the laws, and actually saved the the Pierce County taxpayers literally millions of dollars uh, by bringing the uh, awareness to the issue. And just one person, you know, someone that that knew. And this this was improper. This is wrong. And then in search to how to do something, anybody could do that. He did it. We were proud to remember that. But that's what we're talking about is you may have the expertise in engineering. You may have the expertise in education, whatever it may be. But you may see something that, you know, um, that they're trying to pull a fast one in city council or school board. Bring it to the attention of your neighbors. Bring it to the local Republican clubs, whatever, and see if you can garner some support to put a stop to it. I'm just, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, and this brings us back to the beauty of America. So the Reformation, uh, Martin Luther, um, mm-hmm. not not Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther, the, the German monk, if you will. Yes. When he nailed yeah. his thesis to the door, said we're saved by faith. In, and it's an individual thing. You can't be a group and be saved. You have to individually come to God. And so he forever elevated the status of the individual person. America is believed to be, and I, I am 100% in agreement with it, the, the, the result of the Reformation because America said you are royalty. You are a, you know, the we the people. You're in charge. You know, we're in charge. Jerry Gibbs in right. charge. You're in, Marty, Doug, we're in charge, right? The yep. individual. And what we did was we created a government where an individual like that can do things, but you've got to mm-hmm. know, you know, we talk about this with street street church and stuff like that. Once I knew all the Supreme court decisions, all the laws, all the different things, when the cops would come, 
they would leave me alone because they like, this guy knows his rights. He knows what he's doing. And if I mess with him, I'm in trouble. Right. And right. that's the point. Right. That's exactly. So they attack him. Now, these initiatives in Washington state, what do they want to do? They want to attack Brian Haywood. Right. Oh, he's mm-hmm. this millionaire guy and he's buying the ballot and all this stuff. Well, they loved it when it was the gun thing, when the millionaires, yes. bought, you know, did the gun initiatives. They hate it when it goes against them. And instead of, you know, dealing with the issue, you know, that we don't like that we want reasonable police pursuit. We want to restore parent rights, these different things. Right. Instead of dealing with that, they attack him the way they attack Tim Iman. Right. Oh, it's a Brian Haywood thing. And, you know, just he's a greedy bastard and all this stuff. Right. And uh, so he um, uh, so my wife says, yeah, but what about the four hundred and eighty thousand of us that wrote our name, our address, our birth date and signed it? You know, again, the individual. Right. right? Yes. And so, uh, you know, I want us to, you know, as we are moving into twenty twenty four, we have our we have our our district district. Caucuses are coming up. Our, our, we did the the precinct ones. Now we have the district ones and the county ones coming up. Um, there's Roanoke Conference down in Ocean Shores coming up next weekend. I'll be down there. Hopefully, get some great interviews for us. Nice. And yep. um, you should come, brother. It's going to be. I would love. It's going to be yeah. warmer in January. Speaking of interviews, don't you have interviews from the Turning Point USA? Yeah, and Still? I also have. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the the cool things about. Um, you know, the time management training and stuff that I did with my yes. company and I'm doing with myself is now I have a, an amazing opportunity to overcommit. So uh, working on that, brother. Um, but I'm, I'm not holding saying, you. You do what you want to do, but I think there'll be good information. For I think I have some. Yeah, I have some good stuff. I, I keep thinking about it, but, you know, when. Um, but I am playing my new guitar at church this weekend. So I'm super Sweet. Uh, stoked Sweet. about that. So, you know, in the midst of all the work, there is some very fun pleasure, but I'm just saying, you know, as we, um, as we roll forth, you know, to, it's already the 20th, you know, we're already 20 days into, um, you know, 2024 and, yep. you know, each of us that, are, you know, you and I and our listeners and, and all of us, um, you know, let's commit to do something, you know, like we've said this many times and everybody can't do everything, but everybody can do something. And what you just, you know, talked about with this initiative process and these different things, you know, a lot of times people get ideas, brother, and they think their ideas for somebody else. Well, how about if your idea is right. for you, you know, how right. about if you do it right. And it was your idea. You have the passion for it. Um, you know, in the, in the, the time management training, they, they bring up Ben Franklin and Ben Franklin had all these, these, these things like frugality and temperance and all these values, right. That he had. And somebody goes, well, what right. about humility? And he goes, okay. So he writes it down. Well, he worked on everything else, but he never worked on humility. Why? Because it was external. It was an external yeah. value. It wasn't his, you know, uh, you know, he felt, you know, I'm not knocking humility. Right. Right. But, right. But, but it's, it's a, it's, the values that you have, uh, no one else is you. And that, again, mm-hmm. let's go back to that. Martin Luther, right? The value of the individual. We're saved by faith. We have to individually come to God. And who knows, brother, if God didn't call you, I'm talking to our listeners, for such yep. a time as this. And we always hear that, right. for such a time as this. Well, guess what? Esther 414, brother, come on. Yeah, yep. Esther, Esther was like scared. She did mm-hmm. it scared. We talk about that all the time too, right? Do it scared. Step out. Get out of your comfort zone. Take a risk. Try it. You'll like it. 
Come on. And right? when you get <laughs> and when you get punched, just go to, you know, John chapter 16 and Jesus says, you know, there's going to come a time when those that kill you are going to be saying yeah. they're doing service for God. So you're always going to have enemies. There's always going to be people that are not be in encouraged you. though. Be encouraged as you step out in faith. It's scary, but do it scared, as Doug always says. And it's amazing the doors and the opportunity and the joy you have in doing it. It's just something about it. It's like, yes. Yeah. It's as if you hear Jesus say, well done, good and faithful servant. Do it. Yep. So yeah. just pray and ask God what he'd have you to do and then pray and obey. Well, yep, that's man. it for another episode of Doug and Marty versus the world. Don't forget, you can go to Doug and Marty dot com listen to past episodes and contact us and we love hearing from you don't we brother yes we do brother yes we do so let's do that <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget you can tell your smart speaker hey alexa play doug and marty versus the world and she will do it because she likes us too this is doug bassler and still marty mcclendon doug and marty versus the world god bless you all god bless america <laughs> <laughs>